Hello everyone, my name is Jennifer Elston. I'm an entrepreneur, a social marketer, an attorney, a vision strategist, and most importantly, I'm a mom of four. We have this one life, and I believe that the only time any of us truly have is now, and I don't want us to waste a single second. So no, you are not excused. I want to help you to ditch the overwhelm and make big mindset moves by seeing excuses as reasons for showing up in your own life. Let's change the world one candid conversation at a time. Hello, hello, my friends. I hope that you are all choosing joy today. It is, once again, a great day to be alive, no matter what. My kids love to sing that song. I don't know if you all are familiar with that song, but uh, it's a good one, and it will put you in a good spirit about your life when you listen to it. Um, One thing that I've noticed in my short-lived podcaster existence is how loud I breathe. You don't know how loud you breathe or take drinks until you're recording yourself. So, you know, I'm one of those people with misophonia and it drives me crazy to hear other people making sounds. So I'm driving my own self crazy, but that is not what we are here for today. Uh, Halloween is coming soon here in the U.S. I know we have some international listeners. So we are in the zone of all things fall, pumpkins, pumpkin spice, which I I despise. I think it's like, unless it's in a candle, I think it tastes like a candle. Uh, Costumes, paranormal, spooky, and I am here for all of it, all of it, because Halloween is right up there with Christmas as my favorite holiday. So in the spirit of spooky... I want to talk today about something that we all have to deal with, that everyone has to deal with, to face, to consider, to fight always, and that is fear. And I'm not going to give a canned talk on fear that we've heard a thousand times that is false evidence appearing real and all of that. I'm going to leave that right there because sometimes our fears are founded. (laughs) They're, They're not always false. They're very real. They are rooted in trauma, in past experience, in inexperience, in perceived danger, whether that's real or not, and they're deserved, and they deserve uh, our attention and our respect and our uh, healing, you know, but, but we can't rest in them. We cannot live there, and I see so many people live there. And it's really heartbreaking, right? And I've lived there myself. um, And I've caught myself living there. And I don't want to see other people resting in their fear because, because here's the deal. Fear is something that none of us can, can ignore or to deny. It exists, it is real, and it holds us back from success. So like our excuses, our handcuffs, fear is one of those. And it's a handcuff. It holds you back from success, from joy, from love, from money, from abundance, from your destiny. More than anything else and any other emotion out there. I promise you. And this is really important to know and to understand in general, always. 
your energy, your energy is constantly attracting situations, events, experiences that are a direct match for your energy. This isn't woo-woo. It's, it, this is science. This is a real thing. There is an energetic match for everything out there. Einstein said it best. Everything is energy. So every emotion, every vibration, every mindset, every feeling, there's an energetic match for that. There's an energetic match for confidence, for money, for abundance, for joy, for integrity, for success. And there's one for fear. And it's a low vibe. It's a low vibe. Some of us are so programmed by and dialed into our fear over our confidence or anything else. We don't even realize it. We don't even necessarily recognize it as fear. And that's something I want to I want to help you with today. But when we are so dialed into our fear over every other emotion, over every other focus, energetic state, vibration, guess what's then attracted to us? Guess what we create and cultivate more of? I'll tell you what it boils down to. Essentially nothing. Stagnancy. You attract nothing, no movement towards what we desire. So we spin our wheels in the same place or we pump the brakes or we jump into skeptic mode or I don't know my why. I don't even know why I'm doing this mode or, you know, maybe this isn't for me. This just isn't for me. This, this isn't for me or I can't do it. I just can't do it anymore. I don't know how to do it. It ran its course. I should just I should just be happy with what I've got. I'm just going to I'm just going to go with what I've got. I'm going to work more hours. I'm going to give up on dreams and I'm going to settle for mediocrity mode. And you attract more of that. And you attract exhaustion. And you attract disappointment and before you know it, you are so bogged down and controlled by your fear that you are no longer taking action towards what you desire in your life and you're back to existing and settling and playing it safe. And some of you are so afraid of an emotion of feeling disappointment or, or, you know, being let down or that, or failure of losing something before you even have it while you're trying to get it. That you just stop and throw it away before it even happens. And some of y'all know that's true. You've done it. You're doing it. You're in the midst of it right now. You have given into the excuse reel and the fear in your head. And I know because I've been there. Some of you are mad at me right now for calling you out. You get those little hairs on the back of your head prickling up. What do I know about your life? I know, I know. I've lived some of it in mine and I've seen it in others. And if you got mad, you needed to hear it. It's for you. 
But y'all, we have to hear it and we have to recognize it in ourselves in order to be able to move through it, past it, on the other side of it. Get to the other side. You may have fear of success. You may have fear of judgment. Many of you, and I've had it too, have money fear. Fear of money. You're like, what? Come on now. Fear of wasting it if you have it. Fear you won't have it. Fear of losing it if you get it. Fear of mishandling it. Fear that it will lead you astray. Fear that it will make you look pretentious. Fear that you don't deserve it. Fear that it's bad or some sort of sin. Fear that people aren't going to like you if you have it. Fear that you won't ever have enough. Can any of you identify with that? And another huge one, the the biggest one, probably fear of failure, right? This is what I struggle with all the time. When you're afraid to start something or work at something because you're afraid of failing and the perception and the feelings and all of that. Most of that's you projecting. Most people aren't looking at you and saying, look at that, look at that fail. Look how they fell. Look how they didn't make it. And if they are, what in the world is wrong with that person? Why do you even care about their opinion? Because that says everything about them and absolutely nothing about you other than you are somebody who goes out there and shoots your shot. So along those lines, uh, you know, if you're somebody who has a business, maybe you have a, a, a social selling business, a network marketing business or something else. When your business or your sales numbers aren't where you want them, personal, team, whatever, how do you react to that? Be honest with yourself right now because you don't have to answer to me. You don't have to respond to this. You don't have to tell anybody. This is to yourself. How do you react to that? Do you have an internal freak out and decide that it's just not worth it. You can't do this. You're not meant to do this. You're not good at this. Nobody wants this anymore. Nobody this, nobody that. So you're just going to Netflix and eat a Dove bar because that feels comfy. Or do you say, not on my watch. I am not going out like this. And I'm going to see what I can do to turn this around. I'm going to kick it into gear. And I'm not just going to kick it into gear now. I'm going to kick it into gear consistently going forward. So do you have that plan when you take action? Do you stick your head in the sand and ignore it and don't look and say, oh, it doesn't feel good, so I don't want to see it? You guys... We have more resilience than that. We're made of more than that. Let me ask you like this. Do you let your circumstance or what you believe to be your circumstance, a circumstance is an actual fact and not something that you perceive. It has to be fact to anyone. Or situation or current result of your activities or lack of them control you 
Or do you take control of your situation and create the result that you desire? Do you say, oh, nobody's buying this month, or business is down, or people aren't excited, or, you know, my, my numbers aren't where I want them to be, so I guess I won't do anything. And when they're great, when there's momentum that you didn't really necessarily create, <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm going to feed off this, I'm going to do more. Or do you do more no matter what? Do you coast or do you create? Do you let the numbers or the situation control how hard you're going to work and if you're going to work? Or do you let it fuel you and work just as hard or harder than you would have if you didn't even know the situation because you're going to do it anyway? This is classic fear and emotions controlling your input, which continues to control your actions, and ultimately your results. And I'm going to answer for a lot of people because I used to be this way and I sometimes catch myself still now having this come up, but I'm able to see and recognize what I'm allowing to happen with my emotions and my fear and take action and flip it. But I'm going to answer that many of you let it control what you do or don't do. You do. And when you do this, hear me out here. You let it control not just your emotions and your actions and in your work ethic at that time or inactions. But by doing so, you are letting it control the other areas of your life, your paycheck. Your, your goals, your desired life, your, your destiny. I truly believe that. Because there's an energetic match to that fear of failure and it creates stagnancy and confusion and oftentimes that leads to what? Decline. You're going to spin, you're going to tread water, you're not going to move and you're going to attract more stagnant energy that is full of fear and negative emotion. You're going to lose clarity and energy, which is the opposite of what we want. We want action. Why? Because action creates clarity. And clarity creates focus. And where focus goes, our energy flows. I know you've heard that before, but it is true. And where our energy flows, and when we have that clarity then we create. And when we're in a state of creating, the sky is the limit. Because creating one thing leads to another idea, which leads to another, which leads to more action, which leads to that excited state, that high vibration, that energy that attracts other people in a similar state or who want to be. That state, that crossroads of your dreams and the action required to get to them is the sweet spot for creating that life you desire for ditching the excuses for you when you have to ditch them because ditch them because you're not going to be making them because you're going to be doing too much you're going to have too much gratitude you're going to be too energetic and you're not going to be in blame shame 
or an excuse cycle. At the same time, you can't be. You won't be living in disappointment because it's an emotion that is not an energetic match for creation and clarity and excitement. They cannot exist within you. Together. There's no coexistence of disappointment and that creation state. So the sooner you understand that, the more equipped you're going to be to stop yourself the next time you fall into an energetic state that is completely at odds with what you desire. You are going to be able to take control. Guys, I'm going to tell you a secret. You have control. You. You've had it all along. Like, Like the Wizard of Oz, like Dorothy. Right? You get yourself a costume right now somewhere, probably getting cheaper by the day as Halloween approaches. Like Dorothy, you can get yourself out of this cycle and it's almost as simple as three clicks of your ruby slippers. You can get yourself out of the stagnancy. The woe is me, the, the feelings, the desperation, the disappointment, the decline, the settling You know what I'm talking about, that I'm just going to throw in the towel. It's not working. Nobody wants to do this. Nobody wants to to buy from me. Nobody wants to support my dream. Nobody wants to buy my course. Nobody wants to listen to my podcast. Nobody wants to, whatever it is. So here I am, and I'm just going to go back to life in the box. You know the box. The one where you exchange your time directly for money. You have no leveraging. You just take on more hours to try to make more money until you have no life. Where you're not surrounding yourself with positivity and people who inspire you and people that, that are inspired by you, that are all in creation mode and excitement and momentum. In fact, you start to shut yourself off from that because you are letting your emotions win. And so you don't want to be around those people because they're drinking the Kool-Aid and they make you feel worse and you want to be negative. Dang it. This doesn't work. It's for them. It's not for me. You want to be in that, ex- that state of acceptance of less than you desire and less than you deserve. Less than you desire and less than you deserve. You've got to, to, to get out of it. <laughs> and one way of moving forward and out of it is recognizing it. If you're in it and if you haven't hit it yet, honey, it's coming for you. And you can plan for it. And if it's happened already and you're going to take action and get that clarity and say, you know what, you just punched me in the gut because that is exactly where I have been living. And oh, it makes me so mad that you called me out on that. Plan for it to happen again. Plan for your fear. This is key. This is pivotal. 
you have to plan for your fear. You have to plan for your failure. You have to plan for the obstacles. And you don't have to pay a lot of money for somebody to help you figure out how to do that. You simply, you simply do these things and they're going to take practice over time till they're going to become habits for you. But first you have to recognize, first if you're in that fear state, are you already there? If you're in that fear state, admit it. And then write down three things, three action steps to move you forward. Maybe it's, you know, meditating works for me. I used to, I used to laugh at it. It's incredible for me now surrounding yourself with people who are doing what you want to do, checking back in, taking action. You know the next step. You know the action, right? And going forward, you have to recognize. Write it down. You have to recognize that fear is going to come and is going to try to knock you off course. It's going to come in when you are least expecting it all dressed up and it's going to whisper sweet nothings in your ear about how you're a failure, your stupidity for thinking you could do it, your stupidity for thinking you could be more or have more, that that you're comfortable where you are. It's going to tell you you don't have time for it anyway. You're not good enough. It won't work. It won't last. It's run its course. It wasn't meant to be. You just, just stay where you're at. You should just be grateful for what you have and wasn't meant to be anyway. It's going to become, it's going to be coming to you dressed up as logic and it will try to justify and validate the excuses that you are so outstanding at making for why not. For why not you? Until you recognize it really for the a-hole that it is, right? It's fear. And you flip your mind back to why the heck not me? And you plan for that in advance. You know if you've been there. You know if you're in it. No matter what, you know it's coming. At some point, she's coming. And when it does, you're going to see it and you're going to recognize it and you are going to be able to fight it and move past it with gratitude, a workout, a therapy session, three next steps, meditation, um, something, something that calms your anxiety. <clears throat> but because you recognize it as normal and inevitable and the liar that it is, you know that you can move past it. And it's going to come back. It's just going to keep coming back. It's going to be like somebody Taylor Swift writes a song about. But it's okay because you knew that it would. You knew that it would. And you're going to plan for the failure the same way. 
it's going to happen. Nobody has a straight up and to the right trajectory in anything that they are doing. And if they say that they do, they are lying to you. They're lying. We are in a, we are in a, a, um, an era of the spin of people renting cars that, you know, renting a Bentley and posing in front of it or in front of a private jet or acting like everything is amazing. And they're like using money for toilet paper and they're liars. If they have that, they don't need to show it so much. Right. And honestly, just because you have it or you can do something doesn't mean you need to, right? They're selling, they're selling a spin. The grass is greenest where you water it, friends. (laughs) The grass is greenest where you water it. And business is going to ebb and flow. You're going to have tough seasons. You're going to have rough patches. You are going to have mindset battles. Depending on what what your goals, your your business, your pivot, whatever it is, people are going to say bad things. They're going to give bad reviews. They're going to be snarky. They're going to return products. They're going to say it didn't work. They're going to... Uh, they're going to quit on you. Those things will 100% happen. Can you handle them happening? You can. It doesn't matter who quits on you. You don't quit on yourself. Let that fuel you to hit the energy, the vibration, the energetic match for what it is that you want instead of knocking you down to attract more of what you don't want. Right? You can respond to the fear. You can respond to the failure with your energy. You can recognize that failure is going to move you towards success. Here's why. You're going to have a testimony. You're going to build experience. You're going to build wisdom. You're going to build belief in yourself and your ability to handle things. You're going to see who you are and you're going to grow and build in that number one missing trait of most people on this earth and that is resilience resilience rate yourself on a on a scale of one to ten on how resilient you think you are and you have to look back at everything we've talked about right your emotional response to things do you stick your head in the sand Do you quit easily? Um, Do things knock you off track easily? Write yourself on your resilience. Write it down on a piece of paper and then give yourself a resilience goal. What do you want to work towards? If you're a four, do you want to become an eight? You can do that. You have control of that. But that failure, it's coming. It's coming. But it's okay. You're going to make it past it. And you're, going to, and you're going to do it so well because you're going to be able to recognize what's happening. And you're going to be back into the flow towards your desires. You're going to have obstacles. Like I said earlier, we go through tough seasons. I am not immune. You are not immune. I've lost both of my parents. We've had a failed adoption. Um illnesses, tragedy, loss, all of those types of things. They may be less, less large. 
They make, they make them as, as speed bumps, roadblocks. Vacations, busy seasons with your kids. Uh, I saw a lot of people dealing with graduations. And, you know, May is like the craziest month of all time, I feel like, if you have children. They, they may be at your 9 to 5. Maybe, you're, maybe, maybe it's your 9 to 5 you're praying to transition out of, right? Something, something happens. A sickness, a death in the family, a loss of, of another income. Having to take on overtime or extra hours at work. These things happen. Sometimes they're big. Sometimes they're not big, but they feel big. They feel big. And I don't ever belittle the tough seasons, the things that we go through. But here's what we have to remember. We still have control. You, you still have control. And I'm not saying stress yourself out, take on more than you can chew and make yourself sick. I'm saying you have control, Dorothy. You don't let the tough season negatively impact the rest of the seasons, the rest of the year, the rest of your life. Don't let it be an excuse for sitting it all out. It's easy to do because it's because it's easier not to do things, right? Not to show up, not to take action, not to do the things and wallow and say, but, but I'm not doing it because, but you have control, Dorothy. Don't take the slippers off. You can decide now to not allow it to derail you by planning for it. If it's, a, if it's a thing that you know is coming, that's a gift, right? Because so much of life is a toss-up. We don't know what's coming at us from day to day, <laughs> right? Nothing is a given, but you know that these are a given. Fear is going to show up. Failure is going to show up. Obstacles are coming. Some of them you definitely know. You got a vacation coming up. You're going to have to take on extra shifts at work. You're going to have to uh, plan for a graduation party. You've got a big holiday party you're putting together. Okay, that doesn't have to derail you. You don't have to throw everything else in the trash and say, well, three months from now, I'll be back to my dreams because odds are you won't. Right? If you gave up so easily because one thing came up, you ain't coming back in three months. There'll be another excuse and another excuse and another excuse. So before the vacation, uh, before the thing that you know about, get up earlier, stay up later, schedule your actions, schedule the, the personal development you're going to listen to, schedule the actions you're going to take towards your dreams, schedule the <clears throat> resume building time. I, I don't know what your, your goals and dreams are, but it's, it's, what are your action steps? What are your next three things you need to do? Schedule those. Give up some Netflix. I mean, to tell you that people who have done big things, who have gone to the top of companies, who have built their own companies, who have built empires, who've created legacies for their families, they were not binging Netflix, even when the going got tough. They didn't get there by doing only what felt good to them and comfortable in the moment. They gave things up. 
They didn't get desperate. They worked from desire and they worked harder and they did what was uncomfortable. Sorry, I got off track, but I have to say that. I just had to say that (laughs) because I really believe this anti-hustle movement has been has been misconstrued and now used as an excuse for not doing anything for apathy. And people are using I don't want to hustle as interchangeable for I don't want to work. I don't want to show up. I don't want to do anything that doesn't make me feel comfy. And that's going to bite you. That is going to come back to bite you. Okay, so for those obstacles or life events that pop up, sorry I got off track, those worst case scenarios, decide now that they will happen and that you will carry on towards your desired life, goal, career transition, business, retirement, whatever it is. Life happens, ups and downs, and amazing and tragic, and it's going to happen anyway, so we have to plan to respond to it proactively versus reactively. So tell yourself, tell, you know, when life explodes in my face, I'm going to take a a breath. I'm going to take time to regroup and I'm going to make my list of what I need to do next. And I'm going to focus on why I'm doing it and I'm going to keep going. Again, it does not belittle the event that happened. It simply stops it from taking anything and everything else from you. Let that sink in. We've got to stop letting fears and events and obstacles and one thing and tough seasons steal our dreams, our goals, our joy. We have to stop letting one thing take everything. And we have control. You have control. Write it down. I have control. Do your mental three heel clicks. Do it in real time if you want to. Click those heels together. When something comes up that would normally derail you because it's going to happen, assume it will. Recognize it when it hits and kick it to the curb. You have control. Tell yourself that your fear will not win anymore because you have a plan. Thank you so much for listening today. It is an honor that you share your time with me, truly. And I hope that you share this podcast with people important to you who need to hear it. Please follow or subscribe to the show where you listen to your podcast. That would mean the world to me. And you can hop over to Instagram and follow me there for some free tools that I'm going to be sharing at I am Jen Elston with two N's on Jen. And of course, join me right here next week on You Are Not Excused.